Jay Onnett here and this is the Growth Mindsetters podcast and today I'm in a small hotel room with a pretty famous hypnotherapist and hypnotist, mentalist, call him whatever you will, a man called Bob Burns. You alright Bob? Hey, how are you doing Jay? Yeah. Ready to go, let's do this thing. Yeah, and he's still on his phone right now but... I've dragged Bob into this little room. We're actually here to have a little discussion on empaths. We were on Facebook for a little bit and we locked horns with the topic of empaths and I found that was very, very stimulating. And what's your definition, Bob, of an empath? Well, I'm very comfortable with uh, empathising and empathy, uh, in other words, to understand the feelings and share the feelings of another. That's what that's about, to empathize, to understand and share the feelings of another. An empath, however, is uh, a person, and I'm going to quote right now, I'm not just uh, saying this off the top of my head, it's actually the understanding that uh, it's a person with a paranormal ability to perceive the mental or emotional state of another individual. And I've kind of read that off. That's a, it's a thing I've remembered from, from what it says. Yeah. And the challenge is, you know, when you get uh, when you get words and verbs and, um, and meanings of things, adjectives, they're linked to each other. I've got, I've got this funny feeling, Jay, that empath and empathy and empathizing are not linked at all. So to, to, to feel empathy and to empathise and to have that, to share that feelings of another, it's, it's, it's fairly straightforward. I think it's something that we all, we all have and we all do. But empath is from science fiction. The whole concept is that, a, that someone can truly feel and know exactly what somebody has got and, oh my God, it's like magic. So... In my heart of hearts, I want to say that's probably not the truth for several million people who will hate me right now. And I love these people. They're great. Mm. <coughs> They're not bad people, but they're what we call uh, shut eyes. We talked about this earlier this yes. evening. So you've got two types of guys who are wrong. The first is a con man, who is a con man. We don't need to spend too much time there. The second one is a shut eye. Mm-hmm. And a shut eye is somebody whose eyes are closed to the fact that it's not true. Mm-hmm. They're not an empath. Mm-hmm. They don't know what somebody's feeling. They don't know exactly what somebody's thinking. But they are empathizing with them, which is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So empathy is important. Empathy is massively important. Yeah. And I tell you something now. I empathize. I, I, I empathize a lot. And I, I'm riddled with empathy. I am, I think, a good person, unless I'm talking shit. Maybe I'm not, I don't know. But I think I am. I think I'm, a, I think I'm a good person. I try to be a good person, but in my heart of hearts, am I an empath? No. Having said that, Jay, as I showed you earlier this mm-hmm. evening, I can make it seem as if I know exactly what you're thinking about, yeah? Yes. I can play games. I can do stuff like that, yeah? Let, let's talk about that in a minute. I mean, um, when we locked horns online in a good way, 
you were saying that you were firmly an empath in capital letters. What did you mean by that? Oh, I was just taking the piss. I was trying to. All right. I was trying to see if somebody would uh, take the bait. Yeah. Uh, take the bait and come in and, and argue with me. I do this all the time. Yeah. I'm Bob Burns. I'm a monster. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I do. Bit, my, like job was, my job is to tweak people, yeah? Yeah. But I'm not an empath. No, I'm, of course I'm not. Uh, and, I'm, and I question if there's such thing as an empath. I believe there is, by the way. I'll tell you a quick story on that because it's important. Yeah. There's a friend of mine called Sid Stephen who's mm-hmm. passed away now. Mm-hmm. Now, he told me this story, and I'm going to tell you, and there's people listening, and they will either believe it or they will not believe it, and that's fine. It's yeah. not a problem. So it's just a story. It's just that's all that it is. It's just a, it's just it's anecdotal evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is these wonderful people who believe that there's evidence based and there's anecdotal evidence. Yes. And their evidence based is better than anecdotal evidence. Mm-hmm. Of course, these people are idiots. Yeah. yeah. They just follow something from Seventeen Falkhard, <coughs> nineteen eighty-three Oxford who've written a particular paper, yes. which is shit. Which is someone's and, opinion. Yeah, they did, and they did it for the commission they got for writing it. Anecdotal evidence is beautiful, because mm-hmm. it comes from me doing it a hundred times, and you, who's also done yeah. it a hundred times, and 500 people like us who's done it a hundred times, and that makes, what is that, 50,000 times? Mm-hmm. It's stronger than, the, than the, what they would call evidence-based. Or empirical Maybe. evidence, yeah. Having said that. Yeah. Having said that. Uh, this wonderful friend of mine who I really, I, I, I just, uh, he was a mentor of mine, his name was St. Stephen. He told me this amazing story that one um, winter evening he was coming home in the bus and um, it would have been about 6.30 and suddenly he felt like he wanted to commit suicide. I mean really wanted to end his life. Yeah. And then he thought because of his experience, his life experience, his knowledge that, wait a minute, I don't want to commit suicide, mm. and yet I want to commit suicide. What's going on? Yes. So Sid Stephen looked around the bus until he saw a young man at the top left, yeah, the other side of the driver, and he thought, oh my God, it's him. Now, Sid, Sid never went up to him and says, you don't know who I am. I'm Sid Stephen, I have this ability that a lot of healers do. They go into pubs, they mm-hmm. go into parties and say, I'm actually a healer, can I put my hands in you? Healers, if you're out there, don't do that shit. <laughs> no, don't, don't do <laughs> that. Don't do that shit, don't healers. Do that. The chances are you might, but when you're not, you look like a total cock. Stop it, please, because yes. it embarrasses the rest of us. Sid never did that. Yes. What he did was he sent out thoughts. Mm-hmm. massive thoughts to the boy and he believed and he hoped that it would help him and that's the job remember what we talked about earlier tonight yeah sw 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 some will some, some won't. won't so what so what we do the best yeah. we can but here's the interesting uh, the, uh, the story g i think you'll you'll appreciate this Sid, i said to sid why did you feel that and he said oh, i think that's fairly straightforward bob Mm-hmm. Early that evening, 45 minutes earlier, I just finished doing a healing session mm-hmm. and I think I left my chakras open. Now, for anybody that's out there who studies chakras, you'll understand. You're laughing at me right now, aren't you? And you're quite right. Because if you leave your chakras open, you know, and you, if, you cl- if you close down your chakras, you'd be dead, yeah? I'm with you. I understand that. But understand this in the context that I'm giving it. 
Sid never closed down the session of the healing. He was still open to feeling and he picked up the man in the bus's feelings of being depressed and wanting to commit suicide. Yeah? Yeah. Are we okay, are we okay with that, yeah? Yeah. So, so, so that's where we are. And by the way, all of that could be total, complete and absolute nonsense. <laughs> However, I knew Sid Stephen over many years. Mm-hmm. He was a mentor of mine. So when he told me that story, mm, yeah, it registered with me. And since then, guess what? I, I, we won't go into that, but I've picked up on that a couple of times myself. However, mm-hmm. I have no claims that I am an empath. <laughs> and I've ever known one. But Sid and people like Sid were pretty close to that. Yeah, mm. I think so. Yeah. So when you said, I am the only empath on the internet, in capital letters, it is quite interesting. It's a bit like me when I put the initial statement out there saying, are empaths really psychopaths in disguise? You know what I mean? (laughs) It's a bit of tongue-in-cheek, but it's amazing the response that you get from people. Well, tongue-in-cheek is good. Self-proclaimed empaths who um, may be emotional people by disposition. And, yeah, so we generally got quite a big response from that empath comment has led to good things yeah so you're not an empath so that's <laughs> no i i i i, I, I don't believe anybody is an a pure empath mm-hmm. i would love to be proven wrong yeah but we talked about this earlier tonight did we uh, when i when i said to you jay and you can you can well it's being recorded now there's lots of people who claim they are this Mm. I have a half a million pound offer right now to all psychics, mm-hmm. to all empaths, to all people. And you're going to give that? Yeah, they yeah. claim I can prove this. To all people, in fact, who say I can heal people, I can take a bit of pain in one session and it goes away forever. Yeah. I have, for anyone who's listening, a half a million pound offer. Ooh. Come along and pick up the money. Here's the deal. If you're right, you'll pick up the money. Yeah. But we will be filming it, and we will be putting it on YouTube. And that means <laughs> your successes or yeah. your miserable failures. Mm-hmm. So have a good thing before you come along and have a go. By the way, Jay, this has been out there now for exactly nine years, that offer. Yeah. No one's picked up the So money. what's your intention in doing that? Is it to... Prove something, or yeah. curious, or yeah, or I'm si- I, yeah. I'm sick of. I, I I love people who do healing. I am a healer myself. We do this stuff. We get it right. We get it wrong. We do the best we can. My job is not to help to heal people. My job is to take everything I've got, and in that one hour session, whatever it is, to squeeze it as hard as I can and help that person. My job is not to heal them. Yeah. My job is to do the best that I can, the absolute best I can. So I'm buggered at the end of it. That's yeah. my job. So remember what I said, some will, some won't, so what? Yeah, I am surrounded. I'm not surrounded, but I've got seven or eight people out there right now telling me, ooh, my stuff just works for everybody. It's fantastic. And they are, well, I'll just say it because it saves time. They're arseholes. And I don't mind them being arseholes, but they're having an effect on newbies. New Mm. people coming into this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful skill yeah. This wonderful talent, this wonderful thing where they want to heal people and they're up against it from these seven or eight people who are telling them, I help people all the time. I never fail. 
mm-hmm. and these newbies are saying, well, I'm feeling a fair bit. Yeah. I've just started. Yeah. It's not working. I can't put them into hypnosis. I can't get the result. So I can't get this to happen, so on and so forth. Well, don't worry about it. Guess what? That's me after 40 years. Mm. I can't either, and it's okay. Oh, that's good. I love that, right? After 40 years, I still can't at certain times, but it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I had a guy who not see me this, this And we week. talked about that tonight, didn't we? Yeah. And we guy talked about see, failure. Well, well, this guy came to see me, and I was disappointed because I had five uh, uh, appointments for him. Because, as you know, I do personal and private mentoring. And with all five of them, it was like, it was like I was a second coming. It was miraculous. Mm-hmm. That pain went. That chance went. Everything went. And I was disappointed because I want, as I normally want when I'm mentoring, for me to fail yeah. so they can see what I do when I fail. That because guess what? Point. When you fail, yeah. welcome to therapy. Yeah. That's when therapy begins. It's I easy to be I successful. Yeah. Anybody can have a protocol that's successful. Yeah. It's a walk in the park. It's an absolute doddle. So I'm sick to death of these people that say, have you seen my protocol? I, I, people, and I just fix people. Yeah, of course you do. We all do. Yeah. We all do. What do you do when they f- when it fails? What that. do you do then? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to therapy. That's when it happens. And, uh, yeah, keeping confidential, we had a conversation about your failures and my failures and mm. somebody else's failures mm. as well and how they were like really, really positive things. I mean, what goes... I know what goes through my mind when when I reach a dead end with a client or a coaching client or a therapeutic client. I'm thinking, shit, where are we going with this? But it always, well, generally always leads to some kind of positive denouement or unravelling. What about yourself? What goes through your mind when you, when you reach that point of failure and and you think maybe there isn't a way forward? Well, there's always a way forward. Every Every lock has a key. Yeah. Yeah. Every lock has a key. So I am happy to refer on to somebody else. But but I have many arrows in my quiver. Many arrows in my quiver. Mm-hmm. So I can do lots of stuff. But when they fail, I smile and nod my head. Okay, I'll, can you come back in Monday? Let me try again at something else. And when I leave, I, I close the door very gently. So there's a flexibility there. Yeah, yeah, but 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 that that goes without saying. I'm yes. riddled with flexibility. <laughs> I've got half a century behind me. Yes. I am flexible. I mean, yes, people, I've noticed that. People, I mean, people often say to me, "It must be great to be you because you never, I mean, you you never make the same mistakes." And I tell them, "I always make the same mistakes. My recovery rate is much faster than yours." Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's the only difference yeah. because I've failed so many times. I failed more than you have, yeah. So when the person leaves my room, uh, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, Jay, you know what I often do? I, I, I go cre- I'm, I'm, not, I'm not right in the head. I'm really not. I have challenges. I talk to God. Mm-hmm. I tell him to fuck off. I tell him, is this, is this funny? Is this funny? I hear the last seven, everything went fine. Now Jimmy comes in, I can't fix him. The fuck's that about? I get angry. I do. I, I, I don't quite smash things up, but I smash it. I, I bang my fist against the table. I'm not happy about it. I'm greedy. I want to know why this, ne- this never worked, even although I do, even although I got an idea. So I am. I am a monster. I'm not right. I'm. I'm, I'm not. I am not the finished article at all. I'm not even close to it. But, you know, I've done this a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you've you've failed a lot. <laughs> More than anybody else I know. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm riddled with people, mainly newbies, <laughs> who have never failed. Yeah. <laughs> because they tell me that again and again and again in forums, lots of forums. It works every day. I do this. It just works. It's 100%, blah, blah, blah. And so I sit there and I sigh and I switch off from the forum and I strum my guitar and have a small glass of Glen Moranji with a dash of water. <coughs> Very nice. It's <laughs> all the thing that keeps me sane, yeah. So, I mean, how could failure be um, incorporated for people who are empaths? I wonder. Well, like I said, I don't, I don't believe in the empath. It's not important. It's not, it's not a challenge. It's not a big challenge for me. If it were, it's a belief, is it? Is it? It's a, it's a belief like magic is a belief. We did some magic tonight, did we not? We did. We made uh, sensual experiences together. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And yeah, I mean, just to highlight this, in the pub, I know Bob from being online. We've had a conversation, we've had a Skype conversation, and uh, it's went on for a while now. And it's the first time I've met him in person, and I always like to meet people in person. And yeah, I'm really pleased I met Bob tonight, because he showed some tricks that didn't seem to be like you know, tricks at first, then all of a sudden led into something else, then something else again, then a piece of paper turned into a card, and the card turned into a piece of paper, then things disappeared, and a little baby's arm appeared, then a little fairy <laughs> appeared, and it's like, shit, is he actually talking to me, or, you know, is he, is he doing something else? So these were the things that were going through my, my mind earlier on, and, yeah, I'm so pleased I met with Bob in person because... That's what it's about. It's about meeting with people and seeing where they're really, really at. And um, yeah, good conversation about empaths. And I realised that Bob, even though he says online that he's not an em- uh, sorry that he is an empath in person, he declares that he's not. No, I'm not an empath. Absolutely <laughs> not. I, I don't believe there's such a thing as an empath. And if there is, I will be delighted to be wrong. But I understand them when they say I'm an empath. I understand it. It's a loose line. So, for example, I can still say that I am. I am an empath. I'm, in fact, I, and I mean it when I tell you that. I'm an empath. What and is it you mean by I am an empath? Um, I empathise with people. So, for example, yeah. if there's a woman there telling a story, mm-hmm. you'll hear the story and it'll be important for you. You'll think, oh, that's sad, but I'll cry. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. You won't cry, mm-hmm. but I will cry. And to, to such a state that it's a, it's tears like, you know when you get that four or five year olds that do that hiccupy cry that... for a reason. I'll even go there. Yes. So that's what I mean when I say I'm an empath. But in all fairness, I'm not an empath. Mm-hmm. I am empathising with her story. Yeah. If she never told me the story, I would never have picked her up from the crowd of being that person with that feeling. Is that okay? Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, and I would actually say from this conversation that I am probably what people currently believe to be an empath, probably an empath. (laughs) Yeah, well, there you go. And and so that's okay. So there's two feelings of an empath. There's there's the the super-duper feeling of an empath, the the, the fictional feeling, and there's the reality of what an empath is. Science fiction, right. So in all fairness to these people, they are empaths of the second meaning. In other words, we empathise readily with people. I have to tell you, Jay, seriously, my, my kids, I've got, you know, we've got, we've got six six kids and 16 grandchildren, mm-hmm. two of whom I like, by the way, and we uh, we, we watch, uh, that, uh, if there's anyone listening to us, that's, 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 that's Scottish humour, is that okay? 
Uh, anyway, uh, thank you for that little girl. But, but, but seriously, I mean, my, my kids find it funny that I can listen to Little House in the Prairie and I cry. They think that's yeah. funny. Don't use that as a spoonerism, though, Little no, House I, in the no, Prairie. No, 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 I, no, 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 I can't help it. I you know what a spoonerism I is? Yeah, of course I know what a spoonerism is. I'm a Scotsman for Christ's sake. Little House in the Prairie. Yeah. But, uh, but but seriously, I I am I just I'm I bubble I bubble it, I bubble it radio four stories. I bubble I'm, I bubbly 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 bubbly, which is close to being an <laughs> empath, but it's not an empath. I'm yeah. actually empathising. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got deeply empathetic qualities. Yeah, but but you know I'm one of what fifty million. I don't know. Lots of people are like me, mm. and, and much worse as well. In fact, because I'm a because I'm a therapist, I realise that a lot of my clients are way way beyond me. Mm-hmm. They come in, hi, how are you? Well, this my husband and and, and and blah blah blah, and I'm not getting going. And <coughs> sobs come in, you know. They are mm. just uh, a yeah. mess. Well, of course, if I was, if uh, if a psych psychiatrist was in the room, they'd immediately put them in tablets. We have me. I'll take an hour to fix them. Yeah. So there's a there's a difference there. Yeah. 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 And when I say me, I mean us. People like us. Mm-hmm. We'll take an hour to fix them, and we can't fix them in two or three or four sessions. Yeah. But never in one session. There's lots of people out there saying they fix people in one session. Shame on you. Go and get some. Come and see me. Let me teach you real therapy. Yeah. Yeah, and there's always that element of after therapy coaching as well you know if someone oh, has had yeah. something for 40 years then all of a sudden it disappears then there's an well if there's, <laughs> if there's anybody out there Jay who saw the Swan DVD which is the thing that mm-hmm. kind of brought me into the world if you like one of the guys on there is a guy called John yeah he's got fair hair he's I think there's only two I've got this one DVD okay so John who's on there John is a client of mine he came to see me with uh, body dysmorphia which they say which they say is impossible to cure no I did cure him yeah Uh, okay I know there's an argument oh they never cure they cure themselves shut up I cured them in 11 sessions it was 11 sessions where they were. it's quite a lot now yeah Yeah. Yeah. well it's not long at all it's nothing at all yeah so when I cured them and I went online and said we've got 11 sessions people were giving me a hard 11 sessions Mm. and they were all saying I could cure them in 2 or 3 well there's no cure they're not listening there's no cure for body dysmorphia Mm. it doesn't exist Mm -hmm. no I know that because last week I spent some time with a, a consultant psychiatrist and he agreed yeah there's no cure for dysmorphia there's no cure. Yeah. So, but in session 11, when John was with me, he actually, and by the way, I've got permission to say this, if there's anybody listening and thinks this is dreadful, it's not dreadful, I've got John's permission, and he's, he's given me permission to say this. In session 11, he looked at me and said, and he, he broke down, he, started, he got emotional, and I said, what is it? And he said, I'm crying because, not because you can't fix me, I'm crying because I know you're about to say goodbye to me. It's the same as the doctor did. Mm-hmm. The same as the CBT therapist did, the same yeah. as the psychologist did, the same as the psychiatrist did, and it's, it's pretty close to that time now. Yes. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, instead of me saying good- goodbye to you, because I realise he needs an answer now. Mm-hmm. He's looking at me, I'm looking at him, our eyes are meeting, and I don't have time to, I would love to press a button, but time is standstill, and I can go and spend 30, 45 minutes in this, write down notes. 
I don't have that time and I realise I've got seconds to answer this plea from him. Mm-hmm. So I find my mouth opening. Here we go with this whole thing, Jay, called rapport. Yes. And I find myself saying, well, I'll tell you what, why don't you keep coming back every week? Don't bring any more money. We'll just grow all together. We'll become friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's shit, isn't it? It's no, absolute it's shit. It's not shit at all. Of course it's not shit at because all. Because... But do you know why? Because yeah. he closed his eyes and after something like two, three minutes... He says, is it okay if I just open my eyes and talk to you? And I says, yeah. And he says, I've got to tell you, I'm feeling really good. Mm-hmm. You know what happened, Jay? And four months later, I went to his wedding. Mm-hmm. I even bought him a wall mirror that his, his wife said he cried when he saw it. I mm-hmm. laughed at the same time. And he says, that'll be from Bob Burns, the bastard. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he knew that I bought him that, so he'd have to keep looking at it. How yeah. handsome he was. Yeah. Yes. So, do you know what I think happened that day? I think he told me how bad things were. Mm-hmm. I told him, well, why don't you just come back and we'll grow old together. And I think that part inside him, that monster inside him, whatever it was, turned on and says, what? Mm-hmm. Come back? Mm-hmm. Every week? Mm-hmm. And we'll grow old together? With Hypno Boy here? Fuck off. And run out the room. Mm-hmm. That's a different form of therapy. Yeah, yeah. The, the fuck off therapy. Yeah, but you've got to know what you're doing with that form of therapy. Yeah, you've got to be comfortable, familiar, comfortable, and attuned. Familiar, experienced, attuned, so on and so forth. But we can all be there, you know. I mean, me in the early days of doing therapy, it was a, it was a nightmare. I was I was dangerous to the public. I should never have been allowed. I, I don't even, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it, but I mean, my first 15 clients, they should have all sued me. Mm. And one well, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, you know. We're getting that stage now. It's round about the twenty-five minute mark with these little podcasts and things. Mm. It's been really interesting. We've yeah. we've covered empathy and moved slightly beyond it, haven't we? <laughs> but because empathy is easy to answer for, is it? It's a five minute. It's a five minute argument. The truth is, there's no such thing. This is how we started, and this is how we finished. There is no such thing as an empath. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. That's so interesting for me because, you know, online it's a different world and you appeared resolute that you were the only empath in the universe. But in person, it's a different thing. There's a rapport, there's a person, and you've admitted publicly, you know, online that... There's no such thing as an empath. And I tend to agree with that, I think. Yes, but remember, I could be lying. <laughs> yeah, and I could be too. <laughs> I think that's where we end it, yeah? I think that's where we end it. So <laughs> I've got to say thanks to Bob. Normally people introduce him as the, the creator of The Swan or his new model that he's bringing out on DVD, The Swan Speaks. That's all this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, go into Lifeline Hypnotherapy, you bastards, and uh, give me your money <laughs> your so, I can get, so I can get some whiskey and shit like that. But seriously, the, the, the Swan Speaks is out in lifelinehypnotherapy.com this weekend. It's awesome. a download. It's this a download. Weekend. I've already yeah. got the Swan, so I'll, I'll get this, the Swan Speaks. And yeah, I mean, just to be very short about it, there's been... Many people interviewed you, podcasts, videos, all that kind of stuff. 
about the swan. I didn't want it to be about that. I wanted a, a little candid insight into empathy. You haven't touched it, yeah. The swan is a form of unconscious, uh, subconscious, in your words, communication system. But I'm not, remember, I'm not interested in the subconscious. Yeah. Uh, I'm at, at all. I'm interested in a part within the subconscious. That's what the swan's about. Yeah, and it's a physical movement, that's all we say. Physical movement to do with agreement and disagreement with the unconscious mind. Oh, yeah, in a big way. It's the, the swan, if it doesn't like you, the swan will tell you to fuck off verbally. <laughs> uh, yeah. Often, yeah. So let's look into that. But anyway, we're going to finish this podcast. <laughs> Jay on it, the Growth Mindset podcast, going from mind stuck to mindset within, usually within 30 minutes, and we've got a minute left. And interviewing life's little people that are making a big difference with their unique mindsets. And tonight we've been talking to Bob Burns. And we've both agreed that empathy anyone can possess. And I could be lying and Bob could be lying. So catch you all on the next podcast. And that's all from me, Jay and Bob. Bob Burns. Goodbye, folks.